0: Last week, I started with Zachariah and Lisbeth, who were righteous, who served God, who were honest, who prayed, and who did whatever a modern-day Christian, a real Christian should do. But still, there were challenges in their life. They seems not to be bearing fruit. It is not their fault. They haven't said we don't want to bear fruit. In actual they have been praying for that for many years till a point maybe they might have uh, given up like some of us then God remembered them like how God will remember you the unexpected day Zachariah did not expect an answer that day, some that like the day you don't expect, that's the day you meet God. While it was his time, by divine orchestration, sometimes we think that things just happen like that. But God direct and guides our feet. The Bible said the Lord fell on him. Why did it fall on him that particular day? God wanted to meet him. It could have fallen on any other person. But it fell upon him. He went there, not grudgingly. Sometimes when things delay in our life, we begin to blame God. We've served you, God. We've received nothing. Look at those who didn't serve you. Look at unbelievers. Look at what they're doing. Look, but they are prospering. And sometimes we begin to think like how David taught in Psalm 73 that I almost backslided when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. Sometimes you're there and you see the wicked prospering. How do you have seen that? Having seen some you've seen people who don't serve God sometimes they will talk by heart and sometimes you feel God must respond so that they will know that you serve God but God becomes silent you serve God with all your life You live a holy life. You live a righteous life. You don't want to compromise in life. But because you fail to compromise, others are put ahead of you. And you begin to think this kind of Christian life, does it really work? Should I also take the crooked path? For the shortest way to make it is to compromise in life. Brethren, don't compromise. Zachariah and the wife continued to serve God in spite of their barrenness. He was a priest. In those days and in the Jewish community, it's like ours. If you don't have a child, it's a disgrace. They think it's a curse. They think children are like inheritance. They believe that if you come to this world and you don't give birth, it looked like it didn't exist. So life was around how many children you give birth to. Not even the quality. So this man, godly man, righteous man that serve God didn't seem to have the fruit of it. But they never gave up. He continued serving God. He continued doing what he's supposed to do. People might have even teased them and said, ah, but you are a priest. Also for our own Praying for people to get children sometimes you see yourself in a certain condition and people come to you that you should pray for them and you see that yours is bigger than theirs but that did not stop them he continued that I am not the mark God is the mark the fact that I don't have a child doesn't mean that God cannot give other people children So, one day, the time came. Tell somebody, your time will come. Tell the next person, your time will come. No matter how long it keeps, it will surely come to pass. While he entered into his Place to do this work, his work, normal work. He didn't even have child in his mind. He didn't have even that God will answer the prayer. He entered for that period for about four hundred years. God, having revealed Himself from Malachi, everything looked like rituals sometimes God moves and everybody sees God moving and the time comes, nothing happens and the church begins to move on ritualistic life we come to church pray, do this, clap our hand, give bendition, go home come to church, do this, do praises, give our offering, do this and go home and there is nothing like God interacting with the people So people come to church. They have some of them have backslided in their heart. But when God do not move, people think He does not exist. The church or the system then become like a society people join. Then God appeared. So when he appeared to Zachariah, Zachariah himself was surprised. A priest. A priest who entered into where God ought to be. What was he expecting? Imagine you praying and doing all the ways fasting and praying. You close your eyes. Then By the time you open your eyes, an angel is standing by you. And you start running away. (laughs) He was afraid. (laughs) And the angel gave him a comforting word. He said, fear not. Fear not, Zachariah, for your prayers. Having, he said. But the angel said to him, "Do not be afraid, Zachariah, for your prayers is heard, and your wife Lisbeth, will bear you a son." He continued his work. If it was you, you run away from the place. Straight, you've got your answer. He continued. And I love the Bible said when he had finished his work I love it when he had finished everything when his time of service was completed he returned home that is verse 23 after this say after this his wife became what? pregnant and for five months remain in seclusion. Some of us our mouth about our, our miracles. The moment some breakthrough want to come you broadcast it and before you realize you're sad enough. there are certain things you brood in your heart. Because not everybody is your friend though. Those who laugh if you, those who sit with you, those who think that oh you should make it. Not everyone is your friend. Each one has got his own agenda. She was smart and had to hide herself. But this moth, muff, go kill you and kill your dream before you give birth. She hid herself. I thank God for that. There are certain things. Don't just rush and put your dream to everybody. Not everybody must know your dream. Oh, brother. Some people are dream stealers, dream thieves, dream arm robbers, dream killers. Looking for people who are going to make it or destroy. Sometimes your progress, no human being, when you're suffering, oh, oh, oh." but become rich now. The very people who are saying, oh, look at how they are suffering, they and their children can't get food to eat. Let God change your life and move you from the street to East Lagon and give you a car and a motorcade. Those people will stand there and say, You are a thief, you are a witch, you are what? They they will hate you with all passion. The people who were crying for you now will begin to insult you. She understood this and she hid herself. Oh, I love what she said in verse 25 the Lord has done this for me she said ah, that's why I like that song come and see what the Lord has done for me he has taken away my what in these days he has shown his favor and has taken away my disgrace among the people he has shown what his favor. In our contest, sometimes Afro-Akra is, okay, we are becoming like the western world. But the village, if you don't give birth, they will use that to insult you. Sometimes you send somebody's son, and the person if he has a trouble view, he will insult you and say go and burn yours and that breaks you it destroys your confidence you get into the room and cry why because not that you don't want to have a child but it's not coming and it's not within your power to make a child happen and anything that is not within your power, if people insult you with that, it's very painful. Because you can't change it. It only takes God to change that situation. Lisbeth said, come and see. Oh, my God. He said, the Lord has done this for who? For me. The Lord has done this for me, she said. In these days, he has shown his favor and taken away what? Tell somebody, God has taken away my disgrace. He has given you favor and have taken away your disgrace. Christmas is God showing mankind favor and taking away our disgrace. Our disgrace of sin, the sin that disgraces us, he's giving us a son who has favored us we did not deserve anything, but because of his son, we can now say we are children of God. So, God, if you forget anything, know that God has what? Favored you. And also what? Taking away what? Taking away your what? Taking away your word. Oh, I love, I love it, I love it, I love it, I love it. Just after that, 26, in the sixth month, God sent the same angel, or angel Gabriel, to Nazareth. A town in where? Galilee. Galilee to a virgin pledge to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin name was who? Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Greetings. You are what? You are what? Not only favored but highly favored I and, and what? Oh, why do you say it just as if you are sick? Tell Point to somebody and say, the Lord is with you. The is with you. Point to and say, the Lord is with you. In reality, what we need in life is God to be with us. It is enough to have God with you. In fact, if you don't have anything and you have God with you, you have everything. Whatever, whoever in the scriptures experienced the goodness of God, at that particular time, God was with them. Do you know why the lion could not eat Daniel. Why? Because the Lord was with him. Do you know why in the time of famine when Isaac sold the same year he reaped a thousand a hundredfold? Why? Because the Lord was with him. Do you know why the age, at the age of almost a hundred years, Abraham's cell became fruitful. Why? Because the Lord is, was with him. Any miracle that you will receive will depend of the nearness of God to you. Any time Jesus in a form of god entered a place miracles happen the man that sat by the, the the pool many years crying and weeping and nothing and said i have no one to help me the moment the lord appeared there the lord was with him he cannot be with you for you to lie in that bed be in that situation for years and years again. The moment the Lord appeared, he said, take up your mat and walk. What we need is the presence of God with us. Christ being born is to bring God himself to man. The lane was cut. We have all sinned. And was moved out of the glory of the Lord. Jesus came and brought God closer to us. Then we can now say, Abba, Father. God is now your father. You can walk to him. You don't need any prophet. To stand in between you. To speak on behalf of you. He is your father. And you are his son. If you were only his servant. Then you may need a son to plead on your behalf. So being born again. Again. It's allowing God to be in you. And if you have God in you, Christmas means having God in you and carrying God wherever you go. When I sit in the I sit in the trotro with God in me. I carry God everywhere I get to. You may not feel it inside you, but he said, God is with you. Never forget that statement. When you feel lowly, when you feel neglected, when you feel that nothing is going on well for you, remember that God is with you. He said, God. Where is God? I don't feel him. You don't need to feel him. He is with you. Then the angel went on and said, Mary was greatly troubled at his word and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You have found what? I want as Christmas is finding favor with God not only eating biscuits and cakes. You might not have chicken to eat but you still have favor with God. It's not the chicken that is the, uh, the favor. It is not the biscuit that is a favor, it is not even a fufu, and 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 how do you call it an wine. <laughs> that is favor, favor is with you, and that favor will bring it. He said, Mary was greatly troubled at this word, and do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will be with a child and give birth to a son. And you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great. He will be what? And will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will not end. This is one of the best news I can hear. There is a king, when you follow him, his kingdom might end. But this one, my king, his kingdom will never end. There are many kingdoms that have come to pass, but the kingdom of Christ will always be the same and nobody can end it. Nobody can stop it. It may fall into sleep a little, uh, but it is not dead. That kingdom will continue. That is why I am, af- I am not afraid that anybody, any situation can destroy Christianity. No, nothing can stop that kingdom. Look, even if we decide not to worship him, he has the ability of raising stones. His kingdom has no end. And I'm in a kingdom which has no end. I am in a spiritual party that is perpetually ruling. The physical parties changes power. Today your party is in power, and you are on top. Everything goes on well for you. You walk everywhere and you talk anyhow. Within a certain time, the man he changes. You find out that you have nothing. What you hang on is not able to keep you throughout your life. Kingdom of God, the party of God, never ends. It is not voted into power. It budget does not affect anything. nobody debate on God's budget. He doesn't need you to accept His budget for you. If God wants to bless you, He doesn't need you to accept or reject. no human being can't stop it. His resources are so great and generous. He does not rely on speculation. Sometimes human beings can put their plan, look when I collect this money, I will do this and he start and the money don't come. We may like to build nice extension and you put your plan there, and if the money don't come, the extension will go. But when it comes to God's resources, he had the resources before announcing. It's not now that he's going to gather resources to do it, he it is in his hands. He called things which be not as though they were. So finally, Mary. You will be, he said, (laughs) let's continue. Verse 34 or 33. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and his kingdom will never end. How will this be? Mary had a similar situation with anybody who come in contact with God. Zachariah had a similar, listen, Abraham had a similar situation. Anytime you meet God, sometimes when God speaks about things in the spirit, because we live in the physical realm, we don't see how it's going to happen. So, Zachariah was living in the physical realm, he knows that old man and old lady cannot get pregnant. So how? <laughs> but he's supposed to know better, isn't it? You have read all the Torah. You've read about Abraham. Read about everything. And, and you should know better. And God said, he said, sh- he said sh- give me a sign. God said, I'm going to give you a sign. The sign will be that. A God this is your mouth. If I don't close it, it will destroy what? <laughs> you begin to ask questions and cast doubt all over. So I shut it up. But this young lady asks not that she's not able to get pregnant, but she is living a righteous life. Now unless when people want to marry, they propose, they say, unless I sleep with you first. So by the time you even bless some of the marriages, some of them are pregnant. <laughs> you think we don't know, we see. control ah. the food is yours wait unless the food finish cooking the food we are eating the thing on fire It's a prophet not these days Some men will run away and leave you because you see, the woman refused to sleep with them. Some two will sleep with you after that runaway. Well, double. I say, Oh, suffer. Don't say this in, in church. Where should they say it? Mary was betrothed, was given to Joseph. But she knows that we want to keep our custom. We have to marry first before we start living as husband and wife. Oh, prophet. You are too old. You don't understand the modern day. Well Zechariah was old and Mary was young is a young one that should mess up. How old will it be? Since I know no man, how can a woman without a husband get pregnant pregnant? And this is a miracle. Some of us are asking those questions. How can we make it since we don't have what it takes to do it? God has placed certain dreams in your heart. But what will help you to fulfill a dream, you can see it around. God will make it happen. How can it be? Finally, the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. When he asked that question, he said, what will make this possibility come is when the Holy Spirit comes and overshadows you. Really, the power of the Holy Spirit makes impossible things possible. When Jesus was leaving this earth, He said, I will not leave you without help. I will send you the helper, which is the Holy Spirit. When he comes, he will show you what to do. And when he said, how can it happen? He will tell you how it's going to happen. So eventually, Jesus died, left. The Holy Spirit came upon his, his the, the 120 up there. And this 120 fishermen and few doctors and few disciples, they were there up there, powerless, fearful. They were up there, fearful. But something changed. The Holy Spirit overshadowed them. And what was in them was a different thing. These people came out. The Peter, 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 the fisherman, Peter, the fisherman, Preach one sermon. Preach one sermon. Preach one sermon. Never went to any Bible school. Never did any lesson. He he preached one sermon and the heart of many people were cut into their heart and the people could not withstand and say, what shall we do? What shall we do? There was real change. When the Holy Spirit overshadowed them, the few people, fearful men, Turn a complete city upside down. Shook and shook the entire system. Broke the system which were holding things that do not matter. The Holy Spirit shook everything, the entire city, and put fear in the heart of the leadership of religion. Those who were holding religion who have studied and known everything, professors in everything, they were afraid of fishermen. Overshadowed. They thought they could quench that fire, but it cannot. Whatever God has planted, no man can destroy. <laughs> the Holy Spirit shall overshadow thee. And what is in you? And the answer, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. Today, I pray that God's Spirit will come upon whatever weaknesses in your life, whatever looks difficult in your life, may the Holy Spirit come upon your life. When it comes upon you, you are unstoppable. The impossible become possible. He then said, oh God, let's see the last one They will close. Then the angel said, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the most high God will overshadow you. And so the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. That thing will come out of God. Yeah. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. This is to encourage her faith. That look, Lisbeth, you all know the impossible things have happened. She, in her old age, she had, she's pregnant for how many months? Six months. So it might be that uh, John the Baptist might be uh, six months older than Jesus. (laughs) Your relative have seen it. So I am giving you a testimony to encourage you so that you will not doubt, so that you can believe she is conceived and it's six months now six months six months the one they say she cannot get conceived if you are here and people say you can't make it god is saying that you can make it (laughs) christmas is the possible year possible year month of possibility, and this month is a month of possibility. If anything is hindering your growth, is hindering your miracle, God is saying, Lisbeth herself have given birth. Uh, uh, is conceived for six months. And today, you who is struggling, that prophet, that distant apply to me. Mary was referred to Lisbeth. I'm also referring you to Lisbeth that it will surely happen. We will continue next week where the very possibility the Christmas story will still continue. For me to hear this Christmas story is great. You see where it started with John the Baptist, with Lisbeth getting pregnant, and with Angel appearing to Mary. And Mary having conversation, having the same situation, people think that Mary was a super person, so the man, she too, she had her mind, she was young, but she can still reason that the young girl cannot give birth without a man. The prophet, the angel should have told him, "Ah, go and look for Mary, uh, uh, Joseph, and let him impregnate you. (laughs) No. Our man, our savior, it's going to be born, a path is prepared. John the Baptist was prepared, and whatever is going to happen in your life, God is also preparing helpers around those that will bring those sins to come. See, God knows how to do His things, He knew Jesus would need John the Baptist, so He put John the Baptist ahead, and so. whoever you need to help you God will send him ahead of you to prepare the place for you God bless you we will continue next week we want to stand briefly and we will pray We want to feel God. We want a revival in our life. We want a visitation. That this month, God should visit you. Like how He visited John the Baptist, Lisbeth, and Mary. Christmas is not just having uh, a ceremony. But it's a month of visitation. I want God to visit you in your condition. And when God visits you, nothing will be impossible. Pray for a visitation in your life. Pray that God will show himself in your life, in your condition, in your life pray with the year and the month of visitation a month that God want to visit you and touch you what have delayed for many years the month that God want to answer you in the day of your visitation you are favored the day of your visitation God will do and bring it to pass this is the time the day of your visitation God will redeem you and bring you out of the enemy's hand. The day of your visitation. The powers of darkness will be subdued. The day of your visitation. That nothing shall be able to withstand thee. This is the time, ask God, that God visit me. Visit me. Visit my family. Visit my country. Visit my life. Visit me. Visit me. Visit me. You are praying that this shall be your day of visitation. It is time when God visited John the Baptist, he turned his barrenness to fruitfulness. When he visited the Virgin Mary, a savior and favor came out of her. Anytime God visit a man, he'll bring something great upon his life. Today I pray that God will visit your family. God will visit you. God will visit your children. God will visit your business. God will visit whatever dreams you have. God will visit you and turn your life around. Oh Father in the name of Jesus. We pray for divine visitation in this church. A divine visitation in your body. A divine visitation in Africa. A divine visitation in the world. A divine visitation in our life, in this country, Lord, in our cities and villages, divine visitation. Oh, Lord, it is when you visit, things change. Visit this nation again. Visit this church again. Visit your body again. The body of Christ. Lord, visit the body of Christ. A day of our visitation. Lord, tend to them. Visit them. Those worshiping visit them. Those at home visit them. Oh Lord, older ones visit them. Younger ones visit one. Visit them. Oh Lord. There's no limitation of age, Lord. In every age, visit them. You did not say John the Baptist was too old and you finished with him. No, visit them, visit them, visit them. Lord, not the young one, the youth. Visit them, our children, visit them. Lord, let not the world take hold of them. Let not the world take hold of their life and turn their life to annerway. Lord, visit them. Visitation to our nation, visitation to our youth visitation to our children visitation everywhere lord send forth your spirit visit them send forth your angel visit them send off the power of the holy spirit visit them visit them everywhere they go visit them at the school in the schools visit them let your your presence be very strong at the secondary school primary school mid. All to the university, oh God, every area, Lord, visit them even enter into the beer bar and visit them. Lord, visit them in every area when they meet. Visit them on the internet. Lord, when they enter the internet, visit them there. Every area they enter, visit them. Visit them. A visitation, a divine visitation upon our nation, upon our children, upon our family, upon whatever we do, upon our businesses. Lord, let there be a divine visitation. Our heavenly father, we thank you for each and every one. Our children shall be visited. Our youth shall be visited. Our young adults shall be visited. Our old men shall be visited. Lord, everyone, baby shall be visited. Our hospital will be visited. Our home shall be visited our churches shall be visited. Lord, every city in Ghana will be visited. Oh, Lord, and our continent shall be visited and the world will be visited. Lord, we really need your visitation, not the visitation of Satan that will bring all kinds of viruses. Oh, God, when you visit, there is always a solution and there's always a favor. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless. We have come with open arms